And let's bring in our panel that's next, and that's Matt Maley, Managing Director and Chief Market Strategist at Miller Tabak & Co. And Dan DeLev, a Senior Analyst of FinTech Equity Research at Mizuho Securities. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Dan, I'm gonna go to you first. We've seen a recent pullback in some of the FinTech names over the last several weeks. Uh, and if you look at this space, uh, is this going to be based on, if you look at that consumer confidence data that we saw last Friday, has it peaked as far as consumer spending goes? Yeah, I think what's happening, thanks, uh, always great to be on your show, Tom. So look, I think what's happening right now is basically you're getting renewed fear of the Delta virus. And I really think that's what's driving the pullback. So I actually think it's a temporary pullback and we're going to head back into increases once people get over um, the fear. I'm actually in Israel today and, and I'm hearing really good signs about sort of the impact of the third shot. So I expect kind of Israel is about like a month or two ahead of of the of the US. So I expect that to sort of trickle through as we get, you know, the fears of the Delta virus are going to abate. I feel like uh, consumer spending and, um, you know, fintech, which is always tied to consumer spending, is going to come back up. So I really think it's a temporary pullback. Yeah, and Matt, if you look at some of the levels on these stocks, on the pullbacks here, I know you look at the technical side quite a bit here. What looks good to you if if this is just a temporary blip but due to the Delta variant? Uh, is this a buying opportunity for a lot of these stocks? Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's quite yet. I do think they'll come in a little bit more. I mean, and the, the one thing that Delta variant is also doing, of course, is creating uh, concerns over stagflation. Uh, and what does that mean? Of course, you, you get, you know, when inflation is going up because demand is good, that's fine. Uh, but what happened in the 1970s is that inflation went up because it's the supply, the supply of crude oil was cut off by the oil embargo. This time, the supply is being constrained by uh, all these, you know, these uh, uh, supply chain issues, and they're going to stay with us for a while. So those concerns about uh, stagflation, I think, are going to stay a little bit longer. I do agree it's relatively temporary, but I don't think it's going to be just a couple of weeks. I think it could be, you know, for longer than that. And therefore, yes, I do agree that the, 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 the stocks uh, are going to be a, create a great buying opportunity. I just think it's a little early for that. And and one of the things I would mention is that is these stocks, PayPal uh, uh, and uh, uh, you know, uh, excuse me, Square, uh, Visa, et cetera, they've they've broken below their trend lines going back to the May uh, to the you know, May 2020 lows. So that's a little bit of concern on the technical side. Several of them will look like they're making double tops. So as you mentioned, that te technical aspect of it. But the point is, the one that does look best right now is Square D. It's the one that hasn't broken below its trend line. That's positive. So, uh, uh, but again, I think it's going to take a little bit longer before we uh, get a, get a great buying opportunity. Yeah, and and Dan, if you take a look at this space, I always kind of like try to box it off a little bit here between the legacy players and the modern uh, payment space. Now, when the consumer spending, they all do well, right at this point. But if you look at Visa and Mastercard versus maybe a Square and a PayPal, uh, do you look at this uh, as two separate entities, or do you kind of combine them, or which space do you like better? Look, I personally always prefer the disruptors. I prefer, you know, Square is our all-time favorite. It's our highest sort of conviction buy, so I totally agree with that. I mean, they're all, you know, we have a buy on Vita MasterCard, and I'm very excited about when actually cross-border trade comes back which is, remember, cross-border is about, you know, 10 times more profitable for Visa and MasterCard than, you know, regular swipes. But when that comes back, and it will come back, right? I mean, we have Delta now, but everything's going to come back. You're going to get massive upward revisions of earnings for both Visa and MasterCard. So I'm very excited about them. But, you know, 
companies like Square, they're just disrupting the whole payments ecosystem. They're disrupting banks. If you remember, we put out a note that said that, said that you know, buying Square is like buying JP Morgan in 1871. I wholeheartedly believe that they're really after something bigger, which is a full-fledged um, sort of two-sided network that competes not just with other banks, it competes with the networks, it competes with uh, with music service providers, right? So it's, it's, it's a one-stop shop experience that uh, it circles your entire financial experience. And I think that's what's so good about names like Square. Yeah, the disruptor's taking hold there. But Matt, if you take a look at this, I was reading through some of your notes. I saw this big S word in there called stagflation potential uh, here for this. Is this a concern for the entire financial space and not only FinTech? Well, it's kind of funny because it, yes and no is that stagflation is really not good for for and almost any asset. You know, maybe gold, some other inflation plays, um, and hard assets, I should say, like like real estate, believe it or not. Um, but the the one thing is, I would say though, is that eventually our rates are going to have to go up if we, as we go through stagflation, as they say, and that it's actually going to be positive for for the uh, uh, for some of the financial stains, especially the bank stocks are moving away from what we're talking about right now. But these bank stocks. Uh, you know, if, if we get higher interest rates, especially if the yield curve starts to steepen a little bit, uh, that's going to be bullish for them. So even though initially it's going to be a problem and we're heading into that, you know, that time frame, the September, October time frame where the market is seasonally weak, that could cause some problems. But I think coming out of that, uh, oddly enough, it's going to actually uh, do very well for these stocks. Yeah, and Dan, real quick, if you if you take that aspect with Square and PayPal and the the um, you know cryptocurrency markets, there is that going to help propel them, or will a pullback in volumes uh, start to hurt them a little bit? Yeah, I actually think this is actually an interesting point. So you know, we also cover Coinbase, and this is actually a very good segue for that because the for Square and PayPal, and this is something we've been saying all over. Crypto or Bitcoin is used uh, more as an engagement tool. So what it does, it drives people into the app. It makes people use the app more often and then maybe do some other things than an actual source of revenue. So I actually think that in a crypto pullback or in a crypto winter, it's not going to hurt Square or PayPal as much because it's going to hurt some pure play names like Coinbase just because of the sheer reliance on crypto as a profit source is not as big. So, so that's another good reason to be bullish on PayPal and Square. All right, great discussion here on the FinTech space. I'd like to thank Matt Maley, Managing Director and Chief Market Strategist at Miller Tayback & Co. and the founder of The Maley Report, along with Dan DeLev, Senior Analyst, FinTech Equity Research at Mizuho Securities U.S.